The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 117. Your non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. We're here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week, answering your questions as a non-traditional pre-med student. What is non-traditional? Maybe that's you. A student who has not gone the normal path of high school to undergrad to medical school. Maybe you started another career. Maybe you started undergrad as a pre-med student, did poorly, and now want to go back and try to fix what you did wrong and go to medical school now. Maybe you're a banker, a lawyer, whatever you may be, and you realize that medicine is really your calling. We're here to help answer all of your questions. You go to medicalschoolhq.net, click on the forms button, and find the non-traditional pre-med form. That's where we take questions for this podcast. Our question today is for from a student who is asking about completing a second degree. She's already a licensed clinical social worker. She graduated in 2012 with a master's in social work. Now she wants to be a physician, and she's doing her prereqs DIY, do-it-yourself, meaning she's just going to the college and saying, hey, I want to take these classes. And she's running into an issue with taking those classes as a non-degree-seeking student. And now she wants to wonder, she has a question about getting a degree or not. So let's read the question. It says, I'm currently a licensed clinical social worker. I graduated in 2012 with my master's in social work. I've decided to go back to school to be a physician and am so excited. I had basically zero science credits in my undergrad and master's, so I'm back in school taking my prerequisites DIY. A problem I keep running into is being capped on credit hours as a non-degree-seeking student. I was thinking of registering as a degree-seeking student, so I'm not limited to under nine hours, but I'm nervous it will look bad when I go to apply to medical school if I didn't actually complete the degree. Has anyone else gone this route, or does anyone have any insight? All right, so she's wondering if she tells the school, okay, I want to major in biology. What is that going to do? Is that going to hurt her? It might help her. So let's look through the pros and the cons of this. This student, if she continues down her current path, is going to run into this issue with limiting hours of, of credit hours. And so she's going to keep running into a cap. And the school is going to tell her, no, you can't take any more classes here. She'll also run into the problem, potentially, of financial aid. As a non-degree-seeking student, you're typically not eligible for financial aid. As a degree-seeking student, you are. As a non-degree-seeking student, a lot of times you have to wait until the degree-seeking students register for their classes before you can register for your classes. There are lots of pros and cons to both sides. But one of the biggest, I think, pros to registering as a degree-seeking student is what I just mentioned. Access to financial aid if you need it, access to registering for classes before everybody else, not getting hit with this cap, potentially access to advisors. So the question is, will it hurt if she doesn't go and actually complete the degree? And the answer is no. You can leave. You already have a degree. You have your master's degree. You have your bachelor's degree. You can leave and say, you know what? 
I thought I wanted to do another bachelor's, but I'm out. See ya. Do your prereqs and get out. Where there may be some hiccups is if the school will limit which classes you have to take or which classes you can take, and will they make you take extra classes for your degree? Maybe before you take, let's say, a higher level like organic chemistry or biochemistry, are they going to make you take some other general education requirements before you're allowed to take the science classes that you want and need. So that is where a big hiccup comes. Will they require more classes? Will they require more from you before you can actually take the classes that you want and the classes that you need? Outside of that, there really isn't any negative that I can think of or that I've seen from talking to students or talking to admissions committee members that this is a problem. Not finishing a degree, if you already have one, isn't a problem. You'll take your classes, you'll you'll get your grades, you'll put them on your transcript. They don't care that it's not part of a, a completed degree or not. They just care that you've taken the classes, that you've shown that you can do the work, and that you're ready to go for medical school. Obviously, grades, MCAT score, put together a good application, put it together on time, fill in your secondaries on time. All right, there's so many different aspects. But Getting the degree and or or telling the school that you're getting the degree and then actually not completing it, I think is completely legitimate. Will the school like that? Probably not. But you know what? They have plenty of students dropping out all the time. So what's the difference if you do it planned, right? You're planning on dropping out. So it's not a big deal. They're getting their money. They're filling their classes. In the end, it benefits you. So why not do it? What are your thoughts? If you have thoughts on this, I'd love to hear them. Go to opmpodcast.com slash 117. Leave some comments in the show notes. Or you can go directly to this post on the forms. If you, Again, if you go to medical school headquarters, medicalschoolhq.net, click on forms, and then the non-traditional pre-med form, and find the, find the post that's labeled non-degree versus degree seeking. You can leave your comments there in the forms. I hope this was helpful for you. If you have questions on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician and you want something a little bit more one-on-one than just asking questions in a form, I do offer 45-minute one-on-one calls with students. They're actually my favorite calls of all because I get to learn students for the first time and understand who you are and offer advice to you. You can go to medicalschoolhq.net, click on services, and click on the general pre-med advising and uh, learn how to get started there. 